episode 400 of This Is Whole Life. That's right. We finally made it to episode 400. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. And we've only ever missed deadline on one episode. And so I'm feeling pretty happy about that, that every week in Wednesday morning, it's there, it's ready. In whatever form it is taken, it's in your feed and ready to go. And so we are broadcasting live to tape. But we are at, <laughs> we had one brave soul who said, you know what? I will not let 400 happen in the podcast studio at the church. Not going to let it happen. I don't have a boat. I would say there was actually two brave souls who actually volunteered. I don't want to leave that out. There was a second. Oh, that's right. There so, was a second. But there was a okay. first yep. person who volunteered. And so we went in the order of which people volunteered. That's true. That's true. And so, you know, we're not at the Disney castle, but really close. <laughs> I think it's better, honestly. Oh, do, you yeah. think you would have, do you think you would have had the uh, dessert there that you oh, got to man. have we had, here today? We had, was it homemade flan? Mm-hmm. Homemade flan, and we had passion fruit jujitsu. It was that's, amazing. That's the name Randy's made up. No, it's, it's if you because call, it pins you to the ground and slaps you around is what, what Randy decided. So if you call it anything else, you're just not being honest with yourself. So <laughs> actually, what is in there? So uh, it was uh, actually just amazing. We had lunch. We sat together. We connected, and now we're going to go in our last episode of our Connect series and our annual theme this year for 2024 at Whole Life Church. So first, next, and the next one is to welcome our very special guest host, who is also our hostess for the day, Mariana Parente. So, thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for having us. I think yes. that is, uh, and Gil's here somewhere, or was here. Did he? Oh, Gil's making coffee. Could someone tell him to make one for me, please? Uh, just in case he doesn't. Um, I think people need the full picture, though, because we're sitting yeah. out by the pool. Under the lanai. It's yeah. a nice, warm day under the lanai. We have these beautiful garden lights above us. And someone told me, and I, I really can't verify this because I haven't seen it yet with my own two eyes, but apparently there are three elusive balloons that are somewhere on the premises that when put in the proper order are, do- are zero, like 004. Like the no, <laughs> double be four, four double zero, four double zero, zero. four hundred. Yeah, That's why. There it is. There it is. Mariana, see, she had. She's the hostess that carries it all together, puts it all together, carries the whole thing through, and it's been absolutely amazing to be here. And so we're here with fifteen, nearly fifteen of our closest friends. There were, I think, two spots left open that someone just didn't claim. Yeah. But I we counted almost 18 people here. Am I counting poorly? Oh, well, yeah, but that's, you know, my family's here. They didn't register. And we, Shh. I, I, but yeah, yeah, we're full. It's a big crowd. It's a big crowd. No, um, but that was expected. So it was a great place to have just an intimate gathering for us to do the 400th episode. So as long as we're ready to get started, we got an email from Deanna this week, and this is two weeks in a row where people are starting to just connect the dots in different ways. Last week, it was Brittany with the previous episodes that she thought worked well together. And this week, we got an email from Deanna that said, I got to thinking about the Good Samaritan story and how that is always used to illustrate who my neighbor is. Don't you find it interesting that there is no verbal exchange recorded between the beaten man and the Good Samaritan? Basically, he puts the man who was almost beaten to death on his donkey, maybe he's in a coma at this point, we don't know, takes him to an inn and takes care of him, maybe cleans him up, bandages the wounds, and makes him comfortable as possible. He has to leave, so he pays the innkeeper for his room and board and asks him to provide care, and that he will pay for him anything over the amount he left when he returns. Therefore, what kind of relationship does he really have with the man? I think this meant more in that time when people could, to, could relate to the Jew-Samaritan issue. But, I, you know, questioning, we make it out, and for, the, and for good cause, the reason that it's important. But, it, and I think what she's saying is it's boiling it down to, hey, see a need, fill a need. Yeah. But it, seems, it doesn't seem important enough to be included if it's just that. So is it, is it that plus what we've kind of made it to be when we tell stories about who's my neighbor? <laughs> He's just like, let him dangle. I was no, I was I was gonna. I didn't want to get in the way of our guest host today because oh. I mean that was you know. You know well, uh, you know. Well, I think coming from a healthcare perspective, um, possibly the man was in a coma and couldn't say anything. I don't know, um, but I think what's necessary of the. I think Jesus was very intentional in telling the story and kind of like 
it doesn't matter the circumstances here. This is what you're supposed to do. It's not about, it is about the man, but it's not about the man. It's about the Samaritan, about what he, what he wanted, what he needed to do. Uh, so I don't think it was relevant in that, in that moment, whether they had a relationship or not. It's like, what is your, what is your, what are you supposed to do? Not necessarily the relationship per se. Um, I'm, I feel like given the time and if, let's say, Jesus continued the story, which he didn't, he just kind of left it dangling like, okay, who is your neighbor? Had him continue that story, possibly we would have seen a connection, like the man coming back saying thank you or, you know, coming in for a potluck or whatever. You know? <laughs> so, But what, what would have been interesting is if that uh, Samaritan man came back and the Jewish man didn't want to have anything to do with him because Ooh. they weren't. And so... I think that maybe is what the maybe one of the, the points Jesus is really trying to make in that parable is it's it's not connection doesn't always doesn't always mean like long best friends the best friends on earth or anything like that but mm-hmm. being connected and being a neighbor is is doing for somebody that you see that needs what you can mm-hmm. provide and so and that's and I think that sometimes we 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 limit how we help to the people that we think will be grateful or the people that are within our circle or the people that look mm. like us or yeah. talk like us mm-hmm. or think like this. And, and Jesus was trying to make a bigger point that, that everybody's our neighbor. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I like that. So it doesn't have to be the long game. It can just be... Hey, it doesn't dude, even have to be a up. relationship. It doesn't even yeah. have to be a, a well, we, you know, we've, we've been talking, so now, now we, you know, now there's this response. And I, I think that, I think that the, the beauty of that the response that Jesus gave really was that there wasn't a relationship. There wasn't, mm-hmm. but it was, it's about what being a neighbor mm-hmm. is about. Awesome. All right, Ken, you had an email to share as well. Yeah. You know, we had an email come in and I think it's important for us, uh, you know, we're pretty proud of whole life and, um, and, but I think it's important sometimes to hear what other people's experience can be. Sure. Um, and so we, we got a, um, an email and I checked with the person who sent it because I wanted to get permission. They said as long as we didn't reveal names or give people away that they were okay with uh, sharing a bit of this email. And I just wanted to kind of read it to you. Um, uh, the person started off saying, as I listened to this week's podcast, it was the one previous to this, it seemed that there was a lot of time self-congratulating yourselves on how friendly Whole Life Church is. That's far from our experience. How many people say hi to a new leader is not an indication of if uh, if it's a friendly church, how many people would, wa- how many people uh, want to engage with you as leaders does not measure the friendliness of a church. They went on and said a couple other things. I'm just, I'm going to leave out just because I don't want it to give away identity or anything there. But it kind of closed off, and after giving some examples of, of trying to kind of fit in and find a kind of a, a group of people, um, that, and the struggle that they've had, they they finished off by saying, I can give. Uh, quite a few similar examples. Um, if you're, if you have a click, you are good. If not, you are not noticed, and that's the experience of that person. And I thought it was important to share. You know, we share the good emails or the, the ones that are self-congratulatory. If you'll use that, if you want to use that, we share the ones where we have positive things happening. But I think it's really important for us to be upfront and honest that not everything is always perfect at whole life. That um, that people do have experiences that we that we wish they weren't having, um, yeah. and um, and so. You know, I just wanted to take a moment just to say, hey, we hear you. Um, it, it matters. It, I know it deeply matters to our leadership team at the church that um, people find um, connection. Um, it's, and so that's really one of the reasons why that is the purpose of this week. And, and maybe it's just a reminder to all of us that there are, it's, that, uh, there are people that come into our church. And um, for some, it, it's very easy to make connection. And for others, it, it, it's a lot of it's hard. And then we um, can watch and see how we can help. Mm. So, you know, I, when you hear that email, it, it does move you, though, to remember that not everyone may be having the same experience that you're having. Yeah. And that if you're having the kind of experience that we were describing, because last week really was a special week. It was for me uh, just watching people really um, – rally around and engage with Max and it really did a, it, it was huge for him. He like, when we came back to work, we were, uh, went to church or, or a 
staff retreat, easy for me to say. And we were gone this week, and in the car we kind of rode up, and we rode up together, and he just mentioned how you know having people that he hadn't seen for a while that were really excited for him and people he didn't know that were excited for him. And so those are the kinds of things. And I think that's just being aware of a lot of people that didn't know Max. I met, I met a ton of people that I've never met. And just realizing that you don't know what someone's path is and just to engage and find those opportunities where a lot of people stepped out there outside of their comfort zones <laughs> in the lobby. It was full. It was loud. People that don't like to be in crowds were kind of like you could just kind of see them waiting like I'm waiting patiently to talk to you, but I'm not comfortable. And sometimes that's what it takes is to just kind of break through and be and be a part of it. But that also is not minimizing those who really find that to be a huge, huge struggle. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm pretty familiar with the with the person who sent it, and I, I know that they've been really trying. Yeah, uh, it's it's they've been trying. Yeah, you know, I I had a conversation with somebody earlier who was describing a conversation they had with someone who was also having trouble connecting yeah. and um, and they expressed that they were having difficulty. And so one of the things that I appreciate about this, you know, I would love if 100% of our reviews, <laughs> you know, that came in were like, oh, this is perfect. Um, but what I appreciate about the people who took the time to say, hey, you know what, I'm not feeling this. Yeah. this is, I'm not connecting here. What I appreciate about that is, is they're putting themselves out there by yeah. saying, mm, I'm absolutely. looking for community. I desire community. And so I, I appreciate the vulnerability that, that comes from expressing that. Absolutely. And I think that um, I remember somebody a long time ago, I think I was working at summer camp and um, we got in a complaint from somebody and one of my colleagues said, man, I'm so glad that they spoke up. He said, for every person that speaks up, there's 10 people that didn't. Yeah. Um, and so, and there, you know, there's, they said, I'd far rather the person speak up so that we can do something or try than have them just walk away. Right. Um, and so, you know, I just uh, just appreciate the feedback, um, all feedback. It's, it's helpful. It's useful. And um, and we appreciate that for sure. Oh, it's got my name Look on it, that. guys. This is yeah. Wow. How does <laughs> Randy rate? So That's for those of you at home who are not seeing what just happened, oh uh, Gil just handed off a uh, hot beverage to uh, oh. Randy. Wait, Looks is like there one of his a favorites. heart? There is a there's, heart There's even a heart written on the cup, yeah. Gil loves me. Never mind. It's, wow. Let, yeah. him, let him be. He's well. a good man. He's a good man. <laughs> <laughs> With good taste. Boy, that does not happen every week when we're recording podcasts. This is true. Usually Randy's yeah. the he's, one that's handing flag, out coffee. He's trying to flag you down next. This yeah. was two thumbs of yes. Yes. <laughs> sugar? Oh, yes. All the sugar, please. <laughs> he knows not to put any in mine. But. Yeah, I'm not a hot beverage person, so... <laughs> I know, I know. I don't even really like hot chocolate. Wow. I don't like coffee. Oh, wow. just, wow. What's wrong? It's just with not. You? I don't know. He does. I'm, he does like a good iced. I do like a good iced beverage. That's iced for beverage, sure. Iced yeah. beverage, like a. I can make it iced chai coffee. tea latte. Oh yeah, that's now, pretty see, good. If you oh. need to have chai latte. Yeah, if you need to stop by and drink <laughs> Ken something, that's what. <laughs> we totally have chai good. tea, it's, and then we can yeah. put some milk in it. You guys are such great wow. hosts, but I like. I'm. I'm like at this moment. I also don't need calories. <laughs> I'm looking at a couple of my friends who are like, "Should he? Yeah, should he?" No. <laughs> and the answer is, he should not. <laughs> well, you know, we can't get through. There's... Christmas was not kind to me. I'll just well, say that. Was it to any of us? <laughs> I don't know. There's some who fared better than others. <laughs> so we we knew we weren't going to get through an entire episode without, without talking, talking about, about food, food or at, drink at, yeah. or drink at some it's point. Part of and what so, we do. It's part of what we do, and that's just how it happens. But. I like what you said, Melanie, about people that if you're in that situation, that is a that is tough. That takes that takes guts to be able to put yourself out oh, there. Wow. Melanie just got a cup too, but it doesn't have a heart on it. Doesn't it, have I don't a think, heart so. on it. Well, yeah, it's so. all right. It's fine. You know what? I know I rate below Randy. It's okay. Gil and I. It's the been, host of the podcast versus everybody <laughs> else. Right. Gil so and I have really, been working on this relationship yeah. for a long time. Okay. I'm yeah. a little afraid of what my cup will look like. <laughs> For those of you who may not be aware, Mariana is married to Gil. So, yeah. there, so there we so, go. I don't know. So. This is a family show, though. Well, so. well yeah. <laughs> I texted two people this morning at around 1045 and said, your coffee is ready in my office, and Gil was one of them. So, oh, you know, that's that's. He takes care of you. Yeah. that's. Yeah. I'm so glad. I'm See? so happy for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm, 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 ra I'm rather pleased myself. There's no sarcasm there whatsoever. None whatsoever. But, you know, I, I just think it's good for us to remember that is – 
And a lot of us came from churches that weren't like whole life where we, and this is what I thought about when we received that email this week was that a lot of us have come from churches where we didn't have what we have here. Mm -hmm. And so when you do find your tribe and you do see all those things that get you excited and you have friends and you've connected, it's such a, it's hard to, it's hard to keep that to yourself. And I don't think we should, but also to remember that, you know, looking out, like, I think you mentioned that in your message today, looking out for people that may not be finding that connection. And how can we, as people that are connected, if you, if you have that experience, how can you include them in that so that they feel like they're a part of it? Because honestly, there, it does steal some joy from, from those of us that are connected to feel like someone else doesn't have our experience. I know well, I want everyone to feel that. And I think it's important too. I mean, the theme of this year is not connect because we're all connected. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that's <laughs> like important. The, yeah. the theme of this year is connect because we want to create, you know, some of the connection that we have is wonderful. We want to create more connection yeah. and more connection. Mm, for sure. Well, and if I may say something, uh, as far as someone who is not on the staff, I feel like you guys receiving that type of email speaks volumes to the type of um, leadership that you have because you know if you didn't have that freedom if you if people didn't feel free enough to come up to you and say that um, I mean if they didn't feel comfortable they wouldn't do it you know so the simple fact that there is a space that they feel comfortable enough to say, okay, let me let me tell you how I feel, yeah. and maybe something will change. Um, that speaks about, you know, what kind of leadership you lead, and I, I think that's very valuable. Mm-hmm. And you, there is definitely a strive for change, which is what's important. Yeah, and, and not, I don't know if I would say, and, and I'm not trying to be con- contradictory, I, want to say, I don't know if I'd say a strive for change. I would say a strive for growth, just mm-hmm. to grow mm-hmm. further. Okay. I feel like... Um, you know, we just did uh, the the survey that or the mission index that we just uh, did at the very beginning of January. We just kind of closed that down. We had to think about 245 people fill fill one of those mission indexes out. One of the questions I always jump to really quickly is the one that says, "I feel loved and valued at whole life." And uh, you know, super pleased to see that the that those who responded, the 245 people that responded, that all it was just like it was 94.8 percent i think something like that um said that they did they said they felt loved and valued but that uh as i think i mentioned last week that means there's five percent that don't Mm -hmm. and that doesn't and you know i was sharing that with somebody i said well you know you'll never get to 100 percent." and i said no i totally understand but that but that doesn't mean that's not what we're going to shoot for that's not what that's what we want we want to be striving to be at that point where where people feel that can I um, can I just break in for a second and Absolutely. just mention um, one of the one thing that I'm super proud about is that we did have um, a visitor that that came to Whole Life uh, from California. She writes for Spectrum Magazine, um, and I guess when she travels, she goes to Adventist churches and in communities and kind of takes a look at them and and kind of does little reviews for them and that sort of thing. Um, and uh, so she did a review on Whole Life. And I'd just tell you, if you want to go take a look at what she had to say, what her experience was when she came to Whole Life, um, go ahead and go take a look on uh, Spectrum. I think you just type in Whole Life and Spectrum, and it'll probably probably show up there somewhere. But yeah. um, and maybe we can include that uh, in our weekly newsletter next week or something. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Actually, it was odd that you mentioned that. Uh, was it in this week's newsletter? It, it wasn't I, in, no, it wasn't in this one. Um, but uh, Tammy and I were conversing during yeah. uh, service, and... We were just bantering around some ideas. And so look for it this week. You'll be able to find it yeah. uh, on our social media. You'll be able to find it. Um, and also the... Uh, and the uh, I think it's worth just mentioning that the uh, the, the um, lady who did the review, her name is Ezrika. Um, Ezrika um, mentions in the article that she had a um, one of the pastoral team approach her and just say, hey, I don't think I've seen you here before. And, and it really meant a lot to her that that happened. And we just thought to say, good job, Melanie. Good job. Because <laughs> that was Melanie. So well done. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a really positive 
um, article, it's already been on um, – I started to engage some people on her post that were asking some simple questions that were pretty easy to answer. And so I haven't been back yet today. That was yesterday okay. as it started to come out. And people really want to just know some basic facts. And yeah. so that will be something we keep going back to. And cool. uh, But uh, you'll find places and you'll see it on social media and where you'll, you'll be able to locate it on our website as well uh, sometime within the next week. That'll be ready to go. Perfect. So speaking of that, that really kind of brings us into, I felt like the whole point of today's message really got wrapped up in one sentence that Ken said, wholeness is created through connection. And that's really where, you know, it's the reason that our heartstrings get pulled when someone says, man, I'm not feeling it, or I don't see it. That's not my experience. Because we know that they're not being filled up to what they could be and should be. And it just, it makes you feel like, you know, and, and as staff, we take it, you know, I, I, sometimes I wish that people would be able to sit in a few of our staff meetings and just see like the heart of every staff member mm-hmm. that, you know, when we talk about things like this and, and we get these kinds of constructive criticism that says, hey, you know, this, this area needs some help. How many people are working in their areas and as collectively as a team to make that happen? And when, you know, when it comes up short for someone, we really take it personal. And so today I just really wanted to, the, Ken gave us five things for living out our mission and what that looks like. And the fact that um, in, the, in the chat this morning, there were people cheering that we decided that our evangelism was going to happen through each of us mm-hmm. <laughs> and not through and not through a series of I believe 28 meetings that Ken mentioned that could happen <laughs> you know should uh, should things be different but you know well and I think that's important Randy that you t- that you mentioned that Ken said that because the fact is you know we have we have a good sized staff but we we can't make everyone feel warm and welcome that's everybody's yeah. job it's everybody, not just us. Well, there's only so much to go around. I mean, Max today said, I'm going downstairs. I got to meet some people. I'm feeling the need to meet some people this, you know, during second service. I'm like, yeah, one of us needs to be milling. And if we'll switch off on Saturdays, because we do, we really, we really do need to be seeing who's there. Uh, the, the game master sent about 175 people to me <laughs> right before we left. And if you don't know what that is, I'm going to work it into the show notes. Can we today. just go ahead and just put it out there? I'm ready to do it. <laughs> okay. I'm ready to put been, it out there. I've been waiting for you. Oh, wow. There is a wow. game afoot at Whole Life Church. It started <gasps> on the first uh, Sabbath of the new year. We put a QR code up on the screen. It was actually in my sermon. And if you clicked on that QR, it took you to a sign up for a game. We're calling it Connect the Game that's being played. And so every week, if you sign up for this, the Game Master will send different little missions, different little games to play. Um, the top, uh, the uh, the actual top uh, scoring person is actually in the room today. What? That, that at least so far of, of uh, things that... It can't uh, be the Game Master, can it? It is. No, no, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's not. It's actually... Uh, I. Let's see. Uh, what's it's, the, what's uh, our let, gamer me, let me go. Hang on. I'll, I need to make sure I don't say the because we all go. You have to have a code name. You don't get to use your real name. You have to have a code name in this game. So it's uh, and the whole goal is uh, to find somebody who's playing it. And the people who are playing it are supposed to be telling other people to join and kind of getting them involved. And so and that that's been happening. And I'm just trying to see here. Let me go down through my emails. There's been a couple today. Oh, that would be why I'm in the <laughs> in the wrong folder. Um, but anyway, yeah. So yeah, I think uh, the top. Let's see here. Were we? Supposed- you just want to shout out your number or in your in your uh, in your code name? Jago. Jago. And what what's your uh, what's your point total, Jago? Two hundred. Two hundred. Right. Two hundred points. Nice so. job. Nice. By the way, part of the game is you get to keep your own score. So I'm not I'm not trying to say anything about Jago or anything like that. I'm just saying you get to you keep your own score um, at the end of the year. There probably will not be a cruise or anything like that for the oh, winner. Sorry, Jago. I hope that doesn't like diminish it. Yeah, there. Yeah, there was a group of people that that yeah. There, there was a group of people that uh, were at our in-person worship that had literally had asked us how to play the game <laughs> and then had a huge iPad with a, <laughs> with a QR code on it. And that, may I say, as the game master, is the way I like to see the game played. Do, so. I, even, do I even need to ask who it was? 
No, you don't. I knew. I knew who it was. Looking at you guys, I love you. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I know who you are. They're listeners of this uh, so podcast. They'll know who. Actually, they are. we're going to get you a second T-shirt because it's probably going to be worn out by the end. That might be the prize. <laughs> a second Connect shirt when it's really. There good. actually will be kind of some fun stuff. It's not no, necessarily going to be based on points no. necessarily, but you'll have the satisfaction of knowing. And really, that's really what it comes I'm going to put this to. out too because it's going to be before next weekend. Yeah. Before on the Thursday, Friday, February first is the next launch of the next challenge, right? Oh yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I got that, and uh, and I, I'll just say this: I actually so the, the game g- hasn't been all perfect in all realms. If <laughs> if you because I tried, I was on my laptop when I got the email for the next challenge, and I tried to join the fun of the next challenge. Anyone else join the next one yet? That's here. No. Did yeah. you have some struggle with that? It didn't take me where I thought it would take me. And what? then I also have the app on my phone, and then it worked just fine. Okay, yeah, so, so that is a little tip. You have to have the app on your phone. So do the app on your phone, and because it's going to take you to the website. But once you're at the website, you'll be th- like on their front page is literally the link to the Google Play Store or the Apple uh, App Store. So yeah, it won't so be a problem. We have, uh, just so, you, so for those of you who are wondering, one of the, the challenges that I put out to everybody was that we're, we're going to do a Bible reading plan mm-hmm. for the month of February together for those who want to be a part of that, who are playing the game. And uh, I sent the link to to join and to be a part of that. So so we're just doing things. There's things like that that have been challenged. Like today, they were they were challenged to wear their T-shirt to church and, and get people to ask them, you know, how they, how they can get the T-shirt. We've done some of that stuff. But I can tell you in the next couple months, the, uh, the ante is going to go up. There's going to be mm. some uh, opportunities for you know, food event type stuff together. Oh, There's going to be well. some other things coming along. So, you know, it's just a fun thing. We're I, just we're just having fun. We're just trying to create connection. Anyone? I have a question though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How many points do I get for hosting this? Oh, ten thousand oh. at least. I don't know. Right? Let's let's ask Jago. Jago, you get you're going to get to this since you are my point leader at the moment. How many points Ooh. does Mariana get for hosting the podcast here today? Oh. oh, wow. I'm down right. for that. So yeah. give yourself 25 points for every person that okay. showed up today. All right. Everybody sign up, sign in. No, sign no, in. they don't have to. You just, you just do a count and then get okay. your calculator yeah, out and All right. multiply. Okay. And Randy's here for math in the back of That was pretty this. generous yep. of Jago <laughs> right there. So. Thank you. I learned that the earth was not flat today, and I learned what a nautical mile is. What else did I learn? Uh, 60 to the power of one. 60 to 1 rule. Oh, I was so you close. You almost, yeah. almost, 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 almost learned that. Yeah, almost learned, learned that uh, today. So there you go. That's about my math. That's about my math right there. And the passion fruit. Passion fruit jujitsu. Moose. Jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Moose would be the actual and I, name. And I'll teach you how to say the right name for flan because in Brazil, you won't say flan. You'll say pudim. Pudim. Pujing. Pujing. Because mm. it, it kind of makes you pujing. You know, it's kind of like pudgy pujing, you know. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, <laughs> Just when you thought you were safe from Albert, Ken, 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 Ken shows up with his puns. Ken roomed with Albert for three days. It, That's yeah. what That's happened. happened. Yeah. My daughter heard that you. Albert and I had uh, roomed together on our staff retreat and she said, oh, they were isolating the redheads. <laughs> oh, wow. 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 Good one, Kyla. That's yeah. probably what yeah. Happened. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, that's actually worth mentioning. This last week, uh, this the staff took uh, two days and uh, did an offsite retreat together. Um, really, really, really. It, for me, it was exciting. Um, I think that we had some really great conversations. We talked about one of my favorite things that we did is I asked the staff to imagine that it was 2030 and tell me. <laughs> what whole life looked like, like the thing they were most excited about that whole life looked like, given that, given that uh, there is money is no object mm. and re- there is no limit on resources, what does whole life look like and what's going on? And the answers were just the coolest, um, just, just the coolest. We have such a great group of people. So um, That might have been the most fun we had in, in that like 20 minutes. In that 20 minutes. minutes. My yeah. fa- you know my favorite thing to, from the retreat, right? Okay, so yes. Ken planned for, I don't know how long beforehand. And we weeks. Went, weeks, month, months. Maybe over a month. And we went to St. Augustine, and on the way into town, we stopped at this little cafe. Good food. Um, and it was... 
And so next door, well, like two doors down. Was an escape room that was supposed to be open. And it was not. Yeah. And so between all of us, within like two minutes of realizing that this is not going to happen, it was let's play hide and go seek. We give Ken a five minute head start to get to Old Town, downtown St. Augustine. And then every five minutes, he has to take a picture of himself by a landmark landmark or something something that that we'd recognize. And uh, we chased him down and got ice cream out of it from John. Took you 45 minutes, though. It did take a while. Yeah. It did take a while. Yeah. So. It was fine. I held out fun. for a while. It was fine. It, 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 was, it was such a blast. And that's, can I just say, that's one of the things I love about the staff is that it could have been like, oh, man, this didn't, you know, escape room didn't happen. This is, you know, and we could have, and instead everybody's like, well, hey, and let's have another one. Well, let's do this. And it was just it's such a creative group of people. Really fun. And people that actually like hanging out with each other. Yeah, that's is, a fact. Is, you know, the, for 12 people, that's not insignificant. No, nope. I don't mm-hmm. think. But um, All right. So if we're living out our mission and it looks like Ken gave us five things, let's start with the first one. Invite into community that with, you know, invite people into community with us personally. Yeah. And that's a... That's a tough one because as we've gone over in the first couple yeah. of weeks, we tend to gravitate towards people that look like us, think like us, act like us, people that we're going to be comfortable with. Um, does anyone have uh, any kind of a uh, something they use to break the ice with people that maybe don't fit any of those parameters? You're like, oh, man, I'm going to have to go in cold with something. <laughs> What's it going to be? Because this person, I just want to I just want to meet this person. I want to break the ice make a connection because I think that sometimes the hardest part is overcoming your initial fear of like, what if we don't have anything to talk about? And then it's just awkward. Like, Hey, how you doing? How you doing? What's your name? My name. Uh. So you go to whole life. Mm, obviously. Yes. <laughs> you know, like what, what's the, what's the code to, to make that happen successfully? Anybody? I'm looking at the audience to see no, if the I audience just has, oh, yeah, I, just, I was looking over there what? to see. Huh? Just to, I mean, if you're going to invite someone into community with you, maybe that's, uh, you know, for those of us that like to play cards or play games like a game night or like, what is it that you can use that you feel pretty confident or at least you're confident in your own ability to break the ice, not have an awkward conversation or a no conversation. And then it's like, oh, well, that was cool. Huh? Well, got to go. See you later. <laughs> you don't know if it. I, I just found if there's somebody I want to meet, I just go up to them and I say, hey, my name is Tim, um, and I wanted to meet you. Hmm. Just that easy? So Tim says that, uh, he just goes up and says, hey, my team is, my, my, my team is time. Um, my name is Tim, and I've been wanting to meet you. Uh, that's, um, dis- that's disarming. Gabby shook her head. Yeah, that, that works for you? Okay. To walk up to somebody and say, hey, I really admire you. I've, you know, seen you from a distance and I just wanted to talk to you. Like, I'm Gabby, you know. It's worked well for me before. Yeah. I met Justin and Fanny this morning. Mm-hmm. They're awesome. And yeah, they are awesome. We only had a short time. They were getting ready to go to, I think, on, on to second. And so uh, we have uh, being from Wisconsin in common and uh, two rivers. over the Packers. Woot, yeah. Woot. Yeah. yeah, you know. <laughs> I, heard, so, I actually heard Justin engage you with that. He said, you're from Green Bay, right? And yeah. So, and then you guys did yeah. your Wisconsin thing. So yeah. that was pretty cool. That's it, Wisconsin thing. So yeah, I mean that's but that one that's low hanging fruit, right? That's like if you have a connection where somewhere you grew up together or some place that you call home that people know all the cool things that happen there that you guys can resonate. Well, I I mean, but I don't know. Like, I it's not low hanging fruit though. If you if you're like incredibly nervous trying to talk to people, to me that's okay. like one of those things where if you're a nervous type of person, that's a hard thing to do. Even when you know you've got something in, in common to do that. But Tim makes it easy. Yeah, his name is Nashville Tim. Nashville Tim. Everybody sure. that knows is gonna be like, oh, Nashville Tim. I yeah, we have that in common. Well, I was gonna say too. I have a. A follow-up question when I'm meeting somebody. Uh, if it's a guy, I'll, you know, of course, tell them my name. What's your name? And if they say their name is George, I'll say, oh, that's easy to remember. That's my mom's name. <laughs> oh, wow. The ice, you know? <laughs> I mean, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so the second line. Your, com- <laughs> your, uh, your comfort level may be more or less agreeable than Tim's is. So, you know, you just, uh, that's just one you can pack away for, like, when you're really out of it. You know, go for the George routine. So, you know, sometimes one of the things I'll do is uh, 
it's easier when you're in, in a new town. But one of my favorite, when I first got here, one of the things that you probably will remember is like, tell me, uh, tell me some of your favorite places to go out and eat at. Like, where do you love to eat? Tell me, mm. tell me the best place you've eaten mm. at recently. Tell me. Oh, Gil shaking his head. Tell yeah. me about. Uh, tell me, um, where's your favorite place you've ever vacationed? What was you know? What was what did you do? What was it like? What you know? Things like I mean, there's those are some of the icebreakers in the right context. But honestly, the right context is if you've been paying attention to that person. Sometimes when you just walk up to somebody cold, that can be a little weird <laughs> for everybody, not just you. Um, and so sometimes if it's just a matter of just coming up and saying, hey, just like Tim said, hey, my name's Ken. I just want to introduce myself and say hi. And let that be the, let that be the discussion. They go, oh, cool, thanks. Nice to meet you. And great. Um, and if that's it, and that's it, okay? Yeah, and if that's it, that's okay. Maybe that's Ooh, it. Now, see, that makes me sweat a little bit because okay. I, I feel like if, if that's it, that's that's. There's a creep factor in yeah. that to me, but really? maybe I could just be out here on my own island, and that's okay. You're all, you're all are shaking your head like, yeah, you're right. It doesn't break the ice, but it might warm the ice a little bit. So then the next week, you can be like, uh, okay. oh, hey, okay. we met last week. Oh. <laughs> I just don't know. I, maybe it does creep people out, but I, it feels like to me what's, what what works okay. is just going up some. I don't think I don't think I've met you here. Mm-hmm. I've been attending your whole life, and I'm not sure if I've met you before. Well, and there's got to be some trepidation somewhere. I mean, Mariana just didn't wake up that morning and be like, hey, I should just have a whole bunch of people over to my house and we should record the podcast. And, you know, so yeah. that's a way to do it, too. Just inviting a whole bunch of people that I don't know. Yeah. yeah. yeah to your house. That's Absolutely. awesome. Now you know them, though, right? There yeah. you go. Now you know. right. But now next time we see anyone in this tribe, we're going to know, like, oh, man, you were at the podcast. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. and I'm not saying this because I would I would ever, um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm. We're playing now that I would never. No, never. Never would I ever Google ways to uh, start conversations with people. But um, you've heard of people that do. I've heard of people that do, really? and apparently huh. there are. I mean, I mean, like Ken said, there are ways to just start a conversation with somebody that is, you know, unassuming and yeah. friendly. Yep. Yeah. And I think also, like our church is so diverse, and it has there's so many different languages and cultures mm-hmm. and different things like uh, many times I've been approached that I wasn't aware that that person was like for instance Brazilian and somebody said hey there's a, a person that I know they're Brazilian can you connect with them and I'm a pretty outgoing person so I don't have a problem going like, hey are you from Brazil I'm from Brazil too where where yeah. where there you know so um I think it's it's about being vulnerable in that situation and allowing yourself to you know, put yourself out there and saying hi. And vulnerable isn't so bad unless it goes really, really bad. And then it might be, you know, it might set you back a little bit. But at the end of the day, and maybe this is worse for people that maybe I don't understand either. But, you know, if it doesn't go completely as scripted or as even as hoped, uh, it was an attempt. Like, you know, hashtag there was an attempt, right? Like we that like we should get credit for some of that, right? Like. Oh, totally. Just going for it and yeah. like, hey, I'm going to do this. Well, you know what? And everybody has the, ex- I mean, I, I would say everybody has that experience. Like, well, what do I say? <laughs> and so sometimes it doesn't just hurt. It doesn't hurt to just point out the obvious. You know what? So this is a little awkward, but I just wanted to say hi to you. And I like your shirt or whatever. But I mean, just identify what it is because everybody's feeling it. Yeah. Okay, maybe that's awkward. Is that no? There, no, that's, no. Okay. Hey, you know, uh, probably coming from you, it's not. From me, it might be. <laughs> as the well, you don't like choose your shirt. audience. Do you, you have a fantastic shirt. Well, I will say that. Yes, yes, it's uh, as the game as the game master sent the uh, sent the masses my way. Yeah. I did end up in quite a few conversations, and it, there was one couple that I was like, "Ooh, I I don't know them, but I did overhear somebody else's conversation, even today." I've seen them in the past, so I know they weren't new. And so I was like, uh, well, I don't really have a choice. I have to engage because I do at least have to ask you who sent you. Yeah. Um, and I was like, but I'm like, I know you're not new here. Maybe newer. I haven't seen you. And I was like, I had their names because I had just heard them. And then it was just like cold, ice, nothing. I was like, and I just had your names. But then I was like, well, that's kind of weird because we haven't talked. So how would I know your names? So that was a little bit weird. And she looked at me. She's like, eh, it's totally OK. She's like, oh, we know who you are. She's like, you're the podcast guy. 
And I was like, okay, yes, there you go. You got that. And he's, and, uh, he's like, oh, yeah, I recognize your voice totally. When we heard you talking to the last people that you were letting in, we knew it was you. So there's somebody also being kind and gracious and bailing you out. Mm -hmm. So we're talking a lot from the person that's trying to initiate. But, you know, if you're the person that's comfortable on the other end, it's okay to let that person off the hook (laughs) (laughs) a little bit sooner than Mm -hmm. later, too, if we're going into that far. Oh, go ahead. These are great ideas for connecting at the worship center. Ah oh, man, our online our online group has grown um, so much in the last year, and but also I feel like it was um, hats off to Stanley. I know you're not a regular regular listener, but uh, Stanley came to me when at when we started doing the worship host. Gabby's one of our worship hosts. She was there today. Does an amazing job of connecting with people. Um, whoop, whoop. We have, you know, Matthew who's here. I mean, he does the same thing. He was on uh, the week that Ezrika was there and he was up front with Ken doing the response and um, smiling. His biggest asset is a smile. When people online see, see him smile, they just can't help it. And so part of it has been we've been intentional with worship hosts and they've done a great job of, of catching that vision and saying, we want to make it seem like you're sitting here with us as much as we can with that. So here's someone who's welcoming you. Here's someone that's getting to know you like, like Aaron and pie, like Aaron probably emails me twice a week. We have conversations and we've gotten to know each other through the online viewer on the chat. That's why if you find us on Facebook, you find us on YouTube, we're like, hey, come to the website. There's a really cool thing happening there with our chat. There is a whole small community that is definitely they have learned before this year about Connect. And so they're asking for ways to be involved. They're asking for ways. uh, One week they said, well, you asked the people that were in-house to donate to the lighting project. But nobody looked in the camera directly and said, if this is you at home, it's going to benefit you too. And if you feel like Ken always says, if you feel like, you know, our mission and vision and values are, and we're accomplishing those and you feel like they're valuable, then we would ask you to support. And they're like, but you didn't ask us. Mm -hmm. So they're very in tune to the being part of the family that we're trying not to intentionally we're trying to intentionally include them, but even sometimes without the proper messaging that falls and they called us out on it. It was like, absolutely. You guys are absolutely welcome. (laughs) Um, You guys are welcome to, you know, we're, we're talking about some really cool things we'd like to start doing and bringing together our, and, and making that a smaller chasm between who watches online and who is actually here. And I mean, we have people praying for each other in the chat. And even if you're typing it, I mean, you know, people judge you by your words, even if we're not totally like, well, that was kind of, you know, but you are. So, you know, people are just trying to get a feel for you. And it's only by words. Like how often do we miscommunicate by text or by email (laughs) because there's no tone? And here the tone is clear. And um, today we had people asking and praying over people. And a couple of weeks ago, um, the spirit moved in Aaron. She was praying for people. She was engaging people. So we're finding people that are standing up out there and they're connecting and they're wanting to be really connected with what we're doing here. And so, you know, Ken mentioned, did you mention the, uh, the home church? Did we talk about that at all? I don't think we've talked about that yet. Yeah. So, so, um, yeah, I mean, one of the, one of the, we're, we're growing, whole life is growing very quickly. And uh, one of the questions we have to ask ourselves and one of the, the questions that the whole life church board is going to be grappling with this year is, is how do we grow? What does that look like? You know, what, how do we make sure that we have, uh, the, the right facilities, the right, the right way of doing things. So I, fortunately we have a fantastic uh, board that, uh, this year is being led by Robert Vargas and uh, I know that one of the number one things they're really looking at is what, what, how are we going to grow? What is that going to look like? Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the thoughts that's on my mind, and, and this isn't something that's been approved by the board, so, but one of the thoughts that's on my mind is to really um, think about how we can do maybe some, some home church type of things. We have so many people that are, are viewing us um, from a lot of remote places. In other words, even if we wanted to go build a satellite whole life church, uh, it would we, we, it would be hard to do that in all the different places that we're at. But what we know we could do is invite people to start thinking about making their home a little church that they invite people that matter to them 
uh, to come and worship in at the time that works for them. Uh, for some people, that might be when we're live while we're having services. For other people, maybe they'd want to do it at a different time and, and replay the service, or maybe they want to just replay a p portion of the service. And, and so one of the things we're thinking about is how we could resource people in doing that and create... Um, because one of the things I really believe, and, and I think that one of the things that was said in the email that I read a little earlier, is that it, it's 100% true that in a large church, it breaks down into smaller groups, because the fact of the matter is that large groups don't foster a relationship. They just don't. You, 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 like I said, we're all kind of a little bit like that Lego. Um, we only have so many spots Absolutely. on the Lego. And, and so in a large church environment, when you have you know, 800 people worshiping together uh, on a weekend, uh, it's or 600 people for that matter, it's in, you kind of have your own little subgroup within, um, within that 600 people that you kind of connect with, that you spend some time with. And one of the things I think that is neat about a home church idea that is that you can still be a part of whole life, but you can also really connect with people. You can get, um, you can have some really deep and meaningful relationships in a in a home church that has, you know, somewhere between eight and 25, 30 people that are meeting together. Um, so I think there's some real opportunities there. We haven't really gone down that road fully because we're we're still looking at um, options and you know some of the other options we talked about is kind of that uh, you know that the method of having uh, multi campuses, so satellite sites that that meet in different areas. That's one thing that's been talked about. Um, another thing that's been talked about is, you know, do you do church plants where, um, you know, you basically, it's, you, you start a church and then, you know, try to put your DNA there, but then let it kind of go and, and, and become its own full-grown church on its own. So those are all things that we're taking a look at that we're thinking about. Um, I can tell you, um, my heart is probably drawn toward that home church model. Uh, I just have seen it be really effective um, with with people making connections and really doing that. And I think there's some really exciting ways to still be whole life, but have a lot of home churches that are a part of whole life. And um, so I'm really excited to see where, where God's going to lead. And, uh, and we're just going to try to follow God where God's leading, really. I think that's so... It, it resonated the first time we talked about it because... Part of the the next two things that he listed uh, as living on our mission was to listen and to ask questions, and then equip and provide resources, and that's exactly what you're yeah. talking about in that model. And we have been listening to those that are tuning in and joining the, our family of worship and our church family every week. And again, they're asking for things to do, and they're asking to be more involved. Yeah. And when you what you said about you know some churches might look at it this way. Take this piece. There are people that are email me that email me and are like, you know, we we tune in because of your worship team. Like we we go to church somewhere else, but <laughs> we don't have that kind of worship where we are. So we totally tune in for the for the worship team and sometimes both services. There's other people yeah. that tune in because their church doesn't have the kind of messaging that we have from up front and from worship and all the way through. So people do do that. And I think the, uh, what we see in our metrics for that, and there's so many, like uh, I was just, I was showing Gil, he was up in my office this morning. We were just looking at uh, the last two weeks, we've had over 800 people or 800, I should say single connections that have connected to our online worship wow. over the last two weeks, uh, like eight over almost 840 both weeks. And that's considering that, and that's assuming that that's only one person watching on the other end. So if there's a, a home church, one connection could be 20, 30 people, who knows? So the, the, the opportunity for growth and for reach is so, so, so important and so huge there. There's a huge opportunity. So that's really why it's been a big thing on my heart to just like, how can we be better at this? How can we make the next step to help them be more connected to us and be a part of our mission? Yeah. So, and I think that works too for um, a purpose. Uh, it's why I love the response time is that every week, and you know, the majority of the questions that we get every single week come from people that are watching online. And so we know they're engaged. We know they're asking questions. We know that what we're talking about is resonating with them as well. And so that's where the podcast and, you know, putting this all together also has just made both of those, you know, opportunities grow uh, for us. And so I did want to get to, as we start to wrap it up, I wanted to hit a question that we got uh, this morning that Gabby received. 
And it said, I find that a lot of times I misunderstand my spouse, and rather than ask questions, I dismiss it. I realize that I do the same thing with God sometimes. Is it okay to question God, or should I learn to understand and listen better? <laughs> is, that a, is that a yes and, or is that a no and maybe? I don't know. I don't know. That's a... I did not send that question. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think, Melanie? I, I, think, like I think it's a, I think it's a yes, and and I, I think if you if you need some inspiration, maybe read the Psalms and see how the psalmist engaged with God. There are questions. There are, you know, mm. there are. I mean, accusations. There, there are all kinds of of ways that the psalmist. In, in interacted with God that apparently God was okay with. So I think, I think asking those questions and pushing and pulling and working your way through that relationship is important. And, and part of that is listening, but you know what? It also doesn't help to, uh, doesn't hurt to talk. Even with Job and his friends. I mean, yep. mm-hmm. God, I mean, God set Job straight at the end and his friends for that matter, but uh, he obviously was okay with it. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that God, sets Job straight, but he never really answers Job's mm-hmm. question either. Yeah. And there, there's... Um, uh, Melanie recommended a book that I've, I'm about halfway through um, about the Talmud. And and Melanie, if I don't get my details correct, I'll just trust you to come and clean up was after me. Was that the book me. Randy suggested? Was, uh, wasn't, that a, wasn't that the same book? I, I, I don't no, think No, that was so. A Shepherd Looks at the 23rd yeah, No, 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 no yeah, sorry. sorry. Yeah, Did I? Slightly sorry. different. I'll keep going. Yeah, I'm um, so sorry. I was trying to, I was like, there's only one book I remember you. <laughs> 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 so yeah, no, this one's about uh, understanding the Talmud. And, and one of the the things the author suggests is that, that um, the writers, that God intentionally leaves a lot of blank space mm-hmm. um, for us to wrestle with. Um, and so there's nothing wrong with asking God questions. There's nothing wrong with wrestling with God, really. Um, I think that's maybe one of the lessons of Jacob, right? There's nothing wrong yeah. with wrestling God as long as you hang on, hmm. as long as you hang on. And um, and so I think, yeah, I think it's a big yes and on that one. Nice. Well, asking said, I'm loving this view of evangelism. And OCWP89 said, what? No ingathering? Laugh out loud. <laughs> so, like, come on! I'm not going to say anything about how old that 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 uh, <laughs> that, that that that. I haven't heard that one there, for a I, while. There, I, how many? Just by show of hands, for those of you who are sitting <laughs> listening to this podcast, you know what in gathering is. And then further, who has actually gone in gathering before? About the same. About the same. Wow, so, man, I would a, say it's maybe a quarter of the people sitting there, right? Wow, maybe. Is yeah. it? Is that many? That's crazy. So this is a, a practice many, many years ago that Seventh-day Adventists employed where they would send their church members out into the community to ask for money. And so it was called in-gathering. It was usually for some sort of cause. And in uh, some churches, members were required to uh, obtain a certain amount of funds. I knew of people who would set aside money and savings so they didn't have to go ask oh. people to, <laughs> to do things. And uh, there were churches that would have, you would, you know, it used to be that pastors would actually be required um, to... to um, I don't know if it was required it, at our church, but it was full. Yeah. I mean, it was it required was, at our church. And yeah. one year, my, my my parents and my brother and I did the entire gathering goal by ourselves. Whoa. We, it was so cold and we must have knocked on 500 doors. Because traditionally it would happen around Christmas. So you would sing Christmas yeah. carols while right. somebody else went to the door with this yes. little blue can that looks like mm-hmm. the uh, little heater cans that go underneath your food the with the little top on it. And the uh, one of our way back, and this was, uh, man, probably 19, late 1970s, and one of our uh, elders who was asking for money at the door he looked around and told his kids like we'd even know what he was talking about. He said, this is the only time it's allowable to bear false witness when he stuffed a 20 out of his pocket and left it sticking out of the top of the can <laughs> when he went to the door. And we were all just like, what? Oh I don't even goodness. know what this means. But it was... Uh, seating the pot. There seating the pot, yeah. yeah so that was... Uh, although if you went if you went at our church, you would come back to homemade popcorn on the stove. Okay. Hot chocolate yeah. with the marshmallows. All right. Ken didn't you know, like that. And egg salad sandwiches. That <laughs> I was do like, like egg salad sandwiches. The, one of the people yeah. that was in charge every year just made like mountains of eggs. So if you were an egg salad person, popcorn, that kind of thing, while you thought out, yeah. then it was oh, kind of okay. Yeah. Yeah. So OC, OCWP89, <laughs> uh, when I saw that comment, 
<laughs> when I saw that comment, it brought back and flooded a lot of Christmas time memories from my younger days. A lot so of that scarring. Was, well, of maybe a little bit, but I try not try not to see the can too often. So, um, the other thing was there was a lot of uh, I just wanted to mention there was um, uh, Tammy was in our chat as she always yeah. is and. Um, you know, the outpouring that has ha- that happens every week for her and Jeff, and you mentioned it at the end of the message. Yeah. And just to hear a little good news today really made my heart feel good. So yep. for everyone that's been praying for Jeff and Tammy, just please continue to do that. That's been yeah. such an important part of of this process for yeah. them. And uh, that's just, uh, when I got to, when I get to hear from Tammy, I've heard from both of them during this a little bit here and there. And it's just uh, makes me smile when I hear that they're doing okay. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's that. And so we thank you for it. And that was the last of our questions. This was, I think you just nailed it on the head and it was like, all right, well, we're going to do what Ken says. We're going to connect. We're going to do those, take those five things to heart, rinse and repeat. They say silence is a scent, right? So uh, that's that's what I was uh, thinking. Yeah. It means uh, anything else from those that are here? No. Oh, Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it, Matthew. attention is that about the evangelist thing so why not the traditional way versus like we become like we're basically pulling that um you know that one of those chosen episodes when jesus was like hey you guys go out and do that now so like why not like go as a group because i mean in my upbringing in church we always go out as a group you know and it felt less intimidated you know so but i was just wondering yes and (laughs) yes Yes, i am totally fine with you being a group, but the other part of it, I think, um, to go back to the in gathering, it can be a little intimidating when a group shows up on your door, <laughs> um, you know, especially when they're, you know, I, I just, and it's like, it sometimes surprises me how I guess it must be effective to show up on people's doorsteps. It must be because it's not just, you know, you have all kinds of, I've, I've have people selling internet and all kinds of other things that come by my door and. I can't, maybe it's just me, but I can't help but always feeling annoyed every time I go to open yeah. the door and it's like, I, you know what? Please no. I mean, just, <laughs> is and, and it really effective or is there a perception that somehow I don't know. it is effective? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But what, and to Matthew, to the, the question you're asking though, um, I believe that, that you can, you know, you can, you can make, we just know that in marketing, the most effective advertising you can ever have is the word of mouth from somebody who takes a product, they like it, and they tell their friend that they like it. Mm. You can watch an ad on Super Bowl you can, and, and be like, well, that, that was a funny ad, although they do studies afterwards and they, they discover that most of the people can't even remember what the product was that was being advertised. They, they remember the funny part of it, but they don't always remember what the, the ad is. And I guess my point is we can – the most effective way of sharing Jesus with somebody is not a pastor getting up who everybody knows is paid. Everybody knows that Ken gets a paycheck to, to say something every week. And they assume that I'm – you know, people who don't know me assume that I'm just going to be saying whatever the company's paying me to say, right? Whatever the organization is paying me to say. To say. And the same thing when it comes to bringing in an evangelist from somewhere. You're bringing in an expert who's going to go ahead and talk to people. The best ones always become very personal and people feel very close to them and they create a relationship. Those are the best evangelists. What I have found is that people who have a vibrant, growing relationship with Jesus are the absolute best at sharing with mm. other people yeah. because it's it's your product. Nobody's going to, you're not being paid to say, Jesus is making my life better. People can see it. People can see if your life is reflecting something different than what they're used to in the workplace. Yeah. I, you know, by no means was a perfect person, but I had multiple t- people when I worked in the media say, We trust you. We like you. There's something different about you. And it was an opportunity to share, well, yeah, it's Jesus. Why. That's yeah. the difference. And, and like I said, at the right time, the right place, people would want more to know more. And some people never wanted to know more. But that's not the point. The point was just to be where I was supposed to be, share what I felt like God was asking me to share, and just be in community with, with, with people. Yeah. Um, and so for me, I, um, I know that some people say, well, it's yes and on this. You know, you can do these 
you know, big event type things. Um, just from my perspective, um, the big events, um, they cost a lot of money. It's kind of like in fundraising. Um, and I'll just use this as the analogy. In fundraising, everybody likes the gala, right? Everybody likes to have the big golf tournament. But as a fundraiser, one of the things you know is that that is the least effective way of raising money. All it does is raise – what it can do is raise your profile in the community a little bit. It gives you some name recognition at times. But as far as raising money, it doesn't really raise money. What raises money is going and asking somebody – to make a donation. Make a That's <laughs> what raises money. That is the most effective way of raising money. It just is. And so when you see a big charity event, golf tournament, or a singer coming in, they're selling the tickets, most of the time that doesn't have a big return on investment. It's it, they get paid it, too. It, it usually will pay for itself and then maybe a little extra, but it's not bringing in all, tons of big bucks. It's usually just enhancing reputation. Yeah. What brings in the big bucks is the fundraiser who goes and sits down with the individual donors and says, hey, I know you have a passion for this. Would you like to write a check that matches your passion? Mm -hmm. And that's Ooh. all I'm asking of our church members. You, as you, you need go, to keep that one under wraps in case we need it. Yeah, as you go out and talk to people, I can see you're looking for this. Would you like to do something to do that. Nice. Um, I wanted to, I think also what I took away from the message is that you're not asking us to go preach and do things like that. What I took was whatever it is that you're doing, connect with people there. So um, I think it's well known. I'm a nurse and I am a hospice nurse. So I go to patients, to patients, houses and facilities. And what I try to do is um, my job is a ministry. So wherever I am and how, you know, whoever I'm touching, whoever I'm approaching, I'm bringing Jesus to them. Um, the way that I work, my ethic, my integrity. Um, my boss has said many, many times not to toot my own horn. You are one of the best employees. Why? Because what I do, I do it as if for the Lord. So I feel like, the, the, again, what I took from the message is the evangelism part comes naturally or comes as a consequence from your actions. So as a ministry, whatever you do, it could be, you know, a nurse, it could be a pastor, you could be a student, you could be fill in the blank, where, wherever you are, whatever you do, do it for the Lord as a ministry and bring Jesus to that place as your the way you talk, the way you the way you perceive things, the way that you talk about people. Um, be different, be the difference. So they can be like, hmm, Mariana's different. I don't know what's different about her, but I know something is different. They may know that it is Jesus or they may not. So that's my takeaway from the message. I want to bring Jesus wherever I am. Hmm. I, I think, think we should just end on that note. I think it's I no, it's perfect. That's, that's about as real. good as it gets. And <laughs> if we don't, uh, did you want to say something? Yeah. Okay. So, well, if we don't get off the uh, podcast soon, Nathaniel's going to have to get out of the parking lot and actually go into work. Nah. <laughs> so that you know, he and then he's going to have to listen to part of it on the way home, and then that interrupts the whole flow of his it day. Does. And I don't like that. I don't like that for him. So, um, next week is wow. The next week is going to be weird. Because I just it really kind of just hit me, even though we've talked about it. Next week is going to be Black History Month celebration here at Whole Life, but I'm not going to be here, and that also means that I'm not going to be here for the podcast. And it'll be my first. Boy, we just hired an assistant for you just in time, didn't I did, we? Didn't we? Because this is going to be the first time in with with bonus episodes in like 425 episodes that I haven't been on the podcast. So that's going to be like super weird, but. We'll have, miss you. Have, mm -hmm. <laughs> really, have, have no fear. I can't tell you how happy I am <laughs> that you can take a break now and then. Yeah, no, I'm. So, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I mean, you do a fantastic job, obviously, hosting this. But it's going to be a. It's, I'm going to be actually in Fort Myers for the yeah. uh, Florida Conference Digital Media yeah. Lab for the weekend. Yeah. So I'll be there. Max will be here to take over and make sure to press record and all those cool things. And my good friend Andreas Bakai will be uh, will be on on here with us. Uh, Andreas is the lead pastor of the Walla Walla University Church, Walla Walla. and he is. 
it, you, I mean, he is a fabulous speaker, and uh, his accent, oh, I just love listening to him talk. First, he always has good content, but also... <laughs> but also the way he says his content. Just the way he says the content, <laughs> just awesome. Yeah. So, yep. Oh, that's it's right. going to be good. Okay, so my oldest just reminded me that there was that time, there was that episode when I didn't have a voice that she did the whole episode <laughs> oh, by herself. That's right, uh, that's yeah. right Ellie. That's right. Right. But I, Thanks for keeping us honest. But I was there. I was there. You just didn't <laughs> hear me. So, but point taken. Good job, kid. So that's, uh, that. Uh, I missed one, sorry. And I'm going to miss two. Here it comes. So Here it comes. Get, get ready for it. All right, so, and then, oh, let's not forget one final thing. If you're going to be here next week, you know, come for the message, yeah. come for that, but then stay, stay, stay around, stay close. If yeah. you need to, like, if you're coming from somewhere else, you know, c- there's lots of places to eat really close you, to the by church. By the way, can either. you believe how many people drove more than an hour today? I, I did not. I was like, come you, on now. That, there you was can't a, lie in church, There though. was a decent, <laughs> well, and I know those people, uh, the people that stood that was the truth. I knew it. Oh, I mean, man, that's a long way to go for church. Um, but it was some of those reminder. people stayed around for the podcast. Yeah, there's there's so. there's at least, uh, <laughs> there's some of them. <laughs> at least. Just like some of them have to drive right an hour here. home after all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, they taught an entire aeronautics class during lunch. So, I mean, they went totally over and above. So That's a lot, especially considering the person they had to teach huh? i know you know how hard is it to t- teach someone about flat earth and the dome and all this kind of stuff and nautical miles it was tough tough crowd you did a great job so stick around though because at 6 p.m next saturday night our downtown community 2.0 concert yeah. series launches yep. 2024 in our new concert series with the black history month concert that has been put on and organized, they've been. They did the social media. They've they've really done it all, and just worked with Melanie and I to make it happen. And yep. but more and Melanie I, than me. And I heard that uh, hear? they just had a, a, a their last rehearsal was uh, pretty impressive. It was pretty good. So, so yeah, this this is going to be good. And I and by all accounts, last year was a huge success, mm-hmm. and I expect more food, fun, games, music. Yep. yep. Whatever you can think of, probably bring it along. It As I fun. said earlier today. If you're not there, just explain it to the young people that. <laughs> that, that was that, that was it. genius. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. So, Mariana, once more, thank you for, uh, to you and Gil for opening your home. This has been so much fun. We had a chance to sit and eat, and and maybe that might be the that might be the easiest low hanging fruit there is. Invite someone to eat. Acts too. Because you, all Gather you have to do. Yeah. Just keep eating and ordering more, and it's the less you have to talk. So you know, just be the person that eats a lot, and then you that'll be help. That'll help out. So, but thank you again for having us here, and uh, we'll look forward to catching you all in two weeks. Oh, that sounds weird. That that's cringy for me. Okay, but have a great week, and Max will take care of you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that is so weird. That is so weird. Oh man, thank you guys so much. That was so much fun. That was so much fun.